Throughout his years as a family therapist, Chris Swenson has been privileged with helping many people overcome and deal with many things that most of us would never have been able to face. There have been cases regarding all forms of abuse, traumas, suicides, deaths of loved ones, murders of one's children, infidelity, and many more cases that would make your skin crawl. In most of these cases, he has found a person who, despite facing such treachery while in the grip of life's burning fire, have found a way to cope with life and continue pushing on. These people who have had to face circumstances that most of us couldn't even dream of are the true rhinos of life. These life warriors, rhinos, seem to have emerged from the grip of life's burning fire with a newfound creativity towards life's circumstances that have enabled them to keep pushing on. It's as if the blacksmith of life had put them in the fire and hammered away. From this hammering has emerged a powerful inner armor of strength, wisdom, and that creativity to cope with life. That armor is what he calls the rhino mentality. Life will pour out its black rain, soaking you in negativity and leaving you in feeling uncomfortable and in psychological pain. This black rain begins to break down your very mind and body to look to seep into your very soul. The one thing that protects you from the cancerous effects of life's psychological black rain is the armor of a rhino mentality. This podcast is all about developing that armor. So without further ado, your host, Chris Swenson. Hi, this is Coach Rhino, Chris Swenson. Welcome to the Rhino Mentality Podcast, coming to you from Rhino Mentality Headquarters in Sterling, Colorado. Before I get into the podcast, I want you to be aware that the Rhino Mentality website is now up and available. So check it out at rhinomentality.com. Also, drop your email in the subscribe form on the website, rhinomentality.com. Simply click on subscribe, drop the email into the form there, and you will then be on the list. And if you haven't already, find the Rhino Mentality podcast on iTunes, download the episode, subscribe to the podcast, and leave me a review of the podcast on iTunes. All right, on today's episode, I am going to play you a clip of me helping you be able to either recognize when you're being emotionally hijacked and then how to guide your ship back again after being emotionally hijacked. Now, being emotionally hijacked is not a lot of fun. However, with this information, you might do better. Then again, it's definitely simple, but it sure isn't easy. So with that, let's begin. Roll the clip. You get to the airport and you're ready and all excited. Your bags are packed and you board the airplane and you are jacked up because you're headed to the warm weather of the Bahamas. The flight goes really well. Plane takes off great. Flight seems to be very cozy. No one's arguing. No kids screaming. Although it is a little bit lengthy, but that's okay. It's all the way to the Bahamas. You know that. Thinking of what it's going to be like, of the warm weather, and what you're all going to do down there. And then the plane lands. But as it lands, something seems to be a little bit odd. Something's different. Didn't quite expect the Bahamas to look like this. Well, maybe we had a fun airport. I don't know. But then the flight attendant declares, Welcome to Anchorage, Alaska. And at this point, you're stunned. Like, wait a minute. What just happened? I boarded the airplane and thought I was going to the Bahamas. I'm pretty sure I boarded the right airplane. I know it did. 
I mean, they went to took my ticket if it... I don't know. Man, all I've got is my warm weather clothes and it's Anchorage, Alaska. What am I going to do? Well, I'm hoping you didn't really have this experience for real. But then again, maybe you have kind of indirectly. What do I mean by that? Well, have you ever set a goal and then didn't accomplish it? Or maybe there was a time you said that, you know what, I am not going to start yelling at my spouse anymore. And then you started to do it again. Or maybe you said, oh, I'm going to stick to my diet. And then all of a sudden you didn't. Or what about that time you promised yourself that no matter what, you were going to focus on work today and not be distracted and then you found yourself looking over your phone and emails and visiting with coworkers. What happened? How does it all of a sudden happen? I mean, it's not like you just, all right, I think I'm going to mess up my goal today and do wrong things. I don't think that's it. What happens is you've been a victim of being emotionally hijacked. Very slow and subtle does the darkness and the black rain of life kind of take over the controls of you and start steering you a little bit off course a little bit at a time and before you know it you're in Anchorage Alaska now the hope is you don't let it get that far off but then again sometimes it just happens so there are at least three essential skills to keeping and maintaining a rhino mentality to me, these three skill sets are the absolute epitome of being a rhino. The more skilled you are in these three, the better you're going to be. So, I'm going to talk about two of them on this episode, and the third one we'll get out at a different time. But first of all, it's self-awareness. And second of all, self-management. And third, self-leadership. So I'm going to talk about self-awareness and self-management today on this episode, but another time we'll get into leadership, okay? Now, just because I'm not talking about leadership right now doesn't mean it's not important, okay? Don't go there. There's not like one better than the other, okay? Anyhow, so self-awareness is pretty much your ability to be aware of what's happening around you, what's going on in your mind. It's being aware. If you think about someone who's unaware, is let's give an example. Not too long ago, in the city of San Francisco, on one of those trolley planes, or trolley planes, sorry, one of those trolley cars, there'd be a plane, that'd be pretty wild, wouldn't it? Anyways, on one of those trolleys, there was an individual who pulled out a gun, but nobody on there even noticed. Why? because they were all too busy looking at their cell phones. In other words, they were completely unaware of their surroundings, so focused on their cell phones that they didn't know what was going on around them. Now, when you're out in public, you might want to be a little bit more aware than that. Okay? Now, you don't want to be hyper aware either where you're walking around, you know, with your eyes really huge and paranoid. That's not helpful either. But you want the right amount of awareness for the proper situation. Anyhow, awareness tells you, are you on course? Are you off course? 
It's got different alerts. They're like your little kind of like uh, security guards that are on alert looking for any potential threats, dangers, or what's going on. Are we on track, off track? Now, self-management is your ability to manage you. How well you can manage your emotions, manage your thoughts, right? Be able to guide you. It's kind of like self-control. How do you manage you? So if you look at a goal, you set a goal and you get down that journey to achieve mission success. So on that journey, you know, you begin to experience some frustration. You meet some setbacks um, and you're trying to face them and you're starting to feel a little bit yucky. There are from time to time that darkness's black rain kind of seeps in, grabs your controls, and begins to steer you off course. Now, the more self-aware you are, you begin to know where and when that takes place and what to do about that as being proper self-managers. But the question becomes, what are those controls? Because when we start noticing it, we need to grab the controls. So, if we think about the controls like in an airplane, you do have like a steering wheel type thing in an airplane. However, in an airplane, you'll soon realize that when you're steering, it doesn't do anything on the ground. You can turn the steering wheel all you want, and it won't turn the airplane on the ground. Because the steering wheel is used when it's in the air. Now, if you wish to steer on the ground, you have two foot pedals, a left and right pedal. That's what steers you on the ground. So if you want to go left, you push the left pedal down. Go right, push the right pedal down. Essentially, you are steering with your feet. There's also a brake, brake pedals that you have, and there's an accelerator. Now, there's a lot of other instruments to fly an airplane, but that's for another podcast, apparently. Anyhow, what I want to get at is there are certain kinds of controls that you need to be aware of to fly the airplane. If you're not aware, the airplane's not going to quite go where you want it to. So, in other words, when we set our goal, we need to know what are those tools, what are those instruments that we need to use to have awareness of and management of so that we can steer us in the direction of mission success. Okay? So, what I have is a nice simple acronym for it. It's an acronym. In other words, it stands. It's easy way to remember it. It's S-BEAMS. S-BEAMS. Simply, the first S is support. So it can be simply like support beams. One thing to easily remember with support beams are that these support beams, or these tools, these instruments, are what hold up you. They're your first line of defense against your mindset and you. It's what you use to, in a sense, hold up your house, hold up your room, it holds up you. So, a support beams. So now, S-B-E-A-M-S. All the letters stand for something. S, as I said, is support. B is body. E is emotions. A, actions, which are your habits, behaviors. And M is mind. This is your thoughts and your images. And then the last S is your spirit, spiritual connections. So, in a sense, you have support beams. Those things are your instruments that you can use 
to steer you in whatever direction you need it to. So, it helps with awareness. So self-awareness. Your self-awareness skills need to be aware of the support beams. Because here's what, you, here's what happens. What darkness does to all of us, no matter what the problem is, it always seeks to cut us off from our supports, cut us off from our connection to spirit, and then it just drives on the beam part. It begins to intensify emotions. It begins to intensify some crazy thoughts in your mind. All of this begins to feel physical effects in your body. And there's pain that's there. And it slowly squeezes until you can get and make some poor choices in response to it. That lead to further problems. So... Your ability to be self-aware of the levels of your support beams will help guide your ship. So, whenever you're on the road to your journey to achieve mission success, whatever the goal is, you can check in and say, all right, where's our support at? Have we distanced ourselves? Have we started isolating ourselves from other people? Are we going at this by ourselves? If so, hmm, that's not good. We want to find a way then to connect back. That information goes to your self-manager, who then decides to find different ways to connect back with supports. Okay? Now, you'll find that sometimes what darkness does is it'll get you to think, oh, I don't want to burden people with this. You know, they have enough problems going on in their world. They don't need to hear mine. All of that's BS, man. Give it another opportunity for someone to help you. That sometimes is a gift for them. Getting eyes off of yourself and onto somebody else is a great way of helping yourself feel better too. But it's also a, like those thoughts are ways to cut you off from supports. Now, then you take a look at B, right? The body. What condition is your body in? Are you beginning to feel some pretty intense feelings? Have you stopped eating? Are you not sleeping very good? Are you feeling a little bit sick under the weather? What's going on with your body? And what's going on in your body? Is that just normal for the road you're on? Because you can experience this on the road to success? Or is this something that's not quite right that's steering us out of control? Therefore, we need to alert our self-managers to come in and make some steps to manage our body in different ways. For instance, one way to manage your physiology is through breath control. When things start to get pretty hairy and live, your heart rate kicks up. Adrenaline is dumped, the heart rate is going. And you start to feel anxious. And you'll find that by engaging in slow rhythmic breathing, you can control the heart rate and lower it down, controlling your body. Now, what about another way with body? You can move your body differently. You know, if you take a look at how are you sitting? How are you standing? How are you walking? Is your head down? Are you walking slower? How do you need to move your body and position your body to create a different energy in you that helps you achieve more mission success? Or has the darkness taken that control and got you to move you away in a body that's creating you further away from being confident? Now, E, with your emotions, the idea is you can try to generate an opposite emotion. So one key factor 
And one key thing that you could always do is there's two very, very powerful um, emotions. And that is love and gratitude are two strong emotions that you can use at any time to overcome just about anything. But you've got to use some other aspects like imagery. When you imagine someone that you love or you imagine uh, someone, something that you're grateful for, and not just picture it, but feel it. And when you feel it, it begins to almost melt away any bad, difficult feeling. Okay? Now, let's look at A, the actions. This is behaviors, habits, things you're doing. Your awareness people begin to take a look at this. You can take a look. Okay, wait a minute. What am I consistently doing? Are these the habits and behaviors that help me to get closer to my goal? Or have I begun to engage in habits and behaviors that are getting me further away from my goal? If I'm getting further away and off track, boom, awareness begins to tell us to go right to our self-managers who take over and find ways for us to take more proper uh, actions or behaviors. Now, the next one is M. I call it like the capital M capital M. So it's kind of like support beams with a capital M because M is the mind. And I think right there in the mind is like the centerpiece of every bit of a battle that you're up against. Because in that mind are thoughts that flood in your mind, pictures and images that flood through there. And so awareness can be, hey, how, what sorts of self-talk are you engaging in? What are you focusing on right now? What are the pictures you're picturing in your mind? Are those helpful, not helpful for the current moment? And you can begin to notice what impact that's having on you. Those skills are self-awareness skills. Now, you can then take that information and go back to your self-managers who then seek to change thoughts. Are there some different pictures and images that you can put in your mind? different thoughts and self-talk that you can engage in that's more empowering to you. Or mindfulness strategies or meditation strategies that you can use that enable you to get forward quicker and better and through whatever it is you're going through. And the last S being spirit. This is your spirit. You have an unlimited supply of power, of strength, of love, of joy, of gratitude. It's all there. When we can connect to spirit, we are given that very thing that we are lacking in the moment. You see, our human aspects are limited. We have limited resources, limited abilities, but the spirit does not. And when we tap into that, we too can gain access to that unlimited amount of supply of power that we need to continue to push on. When the darkness begins to cut us off from that, maybe it gets you to think like, oh, I hate God. Or why would they be punishing me now? Or you stopped going to church. Or you stopped paying attention to your spirit. Hmm. Awareness will have to notice that. Get you back in again. The managers will get you back connected. So essentially, when you have support beams, the whole thing to remember is these are your controls. Any coping skill that you can think of to deal with life at all is in some variation of one of the support beams, right? Listening to music. Well, listening to music can be an action. 
but it can also lead to feeling different emotions. So at some level, whenever you're in a, in a pickle and you don't know what to do, all you have to remember is support beams. These are your controls. How can you take hold of any of these controls and start doing something different? And you'll begin steering yourself in a different direction. Okay? So support beams are your control. All right? Now, whenever you're in a pickle, remember support beams. And I'm going to digress for just a second. It's kind of a funny story with the, the saying in a pickle. I was doing some counseling with this really young kid. And I was explaining to him that, you know, when you're in a pickle, you really need to learn how to get yourself out. Okay? Well, this kid looked at me crazy. He looked at me like this really confused look on his face. He just seemed puzzled. And so pretty soon he tells me, how do you actually get in a pickle? And then I started laughing. Because at that point I realized he's too young for abstract thought. He's very concrete in his thinking. So I had to explain to him that no, you don't literally get in a pickle. That's just a saying. Um, and eventually I think he understood, but it was rather humorous at the time. But anyhow, just remember, when you are in a pickle, all you've got to do with controls is grab the support beams and begin to adjust the support beams. But first, you've got to have awareness to know where the level's at, how are they being used now. Are you being emotionally hijacked in some level? Well, then it's because darkness is grabbing one of those and steering it some way. Where's that at? And then the management skills come in about how do you particularly move those, those, those instruments to get you on a different flight path. Okay? So, remember, S-beams, support beams. That's all you need to have when you're facing some difficulty. So, one last thing to remember is when you set a goal for yourself, it's not just to identify the goal. Like, I want to do... 1,000 push-ups by the end of the month oh, straight. On that 30th day, I'm going to do that. You know, Or I'm going to lose how many pounds? Or I'm going to save how much money? Or I'm going to learn to get better self-control? Or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rise up and heal from, from this abuse? Or I'm going to face my anxiety? Whatever it might be. you got to remember that identifying the goal is one part. But when you get on the journey and you're starting down that path that you need to be aware of the controls so that you can quickly get the awareness to know when you're on course or off course and then be able to have the management skills to use those very tools to steer yourself back on course again okay so remember support beams those are your instruments those are your controls for you now work on your awareness work on your management but essentially if you just take a look at the categories of support beams you can get the awareness and then you can play around with different ways to grab control of those but remember when you try to grab control uh, it's like two little young kids fighting over a toy darkness doesn't like it and it's going to try to pull back try to get you to not use that so be careful about what's flooding through your mind at that time stay the course and with that, remember, awareness and management. And we'll get into leadership at a different time. But for right now, awareness, management, support beams. All right. Well, there you have it. 
After listening to today's clip, I am very hopeful that you now have a clear understanding of ways to deal with being emotionally hijacked. I hope that you enjoyed today's podcast episode. It is my aim to ensure that each and every podcast episode is clear and concise enough for you to understand and implement immediately. If there was anything that you weren't quite sure you understood or something you'd like to know more about, please let me know. I do care deeply about helping you face the darkness in your life. And my hope is that this podcast episode provided you with some ammo in that fight. So send me an email, chrisss at rhinowellnesscenter.com. Subscribe to the podcast. Check out the website, rhinomentality.com. Drop that email into the subscribe form. And if you're interested in receiving coaching services, where you'll be working with me one-on-one to help you fight the darkness in your life, then send me an email, chrisss at rhinowellnesscenter.com. And as I end with my favorite quote from the movie Lone Survivor, always remember, no matter how much it hurts, how dark it gets, or how far you fall, you are never out of the fight. Coach Rhino out.